Hello, welcome to another episode of Hope with Danny, a podcast dedicated to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. Well, we're really fortunate today to have a, I call him the big cheese. Uh, He says he's just a little piece of the cheese, but we've got Dave Bradley, who is the president and CEO of the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce, and he's been here for three years. And where'd you come from before that, uh, Dave? Hey, Danny. Thanks so much for having me. we just prior to coming to Athens, we were in Statesville, North Carolina, for 13 years. I had the opportunity to to uh, to lead that chamber of commerce in a community that was uh, striving to rejuvenate itself, and I, you know, we were the timing was right and and had done very well there. Uh, and prior to Statesville, we were in Mount Airy, North Carolina, for 45 years. Uh, the last eight years of which I was the head of the chamber there. And Mount Airy is an interesting community. It's the uh, home of Andy Griffith and is truly Mayberry. Um, so it's to to have been the, the head of the chamber in Mayberry, it's a pretty interesting experience. But we couldn't be any more delighted to be here. We, uh, My wife and I had the opportunity to move to Athens in August of uh, 2018. And uh, it, it has been really a, a, a wonderful three years thus far. I mean, it's been challenging in many respects, but we've, we have, uh, we love this community and uh, feel the passion that is ever present in Athens. Well, there's no question in my mind that you have brought passion to the Athens area chamber of commerce. There's no question about that. And I, I can tell you, you certainly don't look your age. (laughs) Haven't spent all that time. You're mighty nice. You're my favorite person today. (laughs) Well, and one of my favorite shows in the, I guess, the 60s or something like that was the Andy Griffin show, uh, Opie. Uh, my son, my yep. third son, really looked like Opie when he was back that age. So uh, we have a great Man, passion for I Mayberry did. and like the series that they still put on the air. Um, yeah. Well, we are going to get right into it. And um, I hate to ask that question to start with. I am so tired, I'll be honest with you, with that C word, COVID. Yeah. Oh, no, no question about it. Because everybody blames it on everything. It's an excuse for literally uh, misgivings or failure or something, but everybody talks about it. And uh, I have to ask you for a short uh, minute, uh, how did the COVID impact you and your, your chamber? Gosh, Danny, that's a, it's a, it's a really good question. And, and I don't mean to minimize by any stretch of imagination, the difficulty that, that, uh, that the pandemic had on so many people through the last 18 months, but for the chamber, it, uh, you know, it, it caught, it gave us an opportunity to sort of refocus. So let's say the world went, you know, the world stopped for all practical purposes on, you know, March 12th or 13th in, uh, of, uh, 2020. Prior to that, we were really focused on events and trying to make sure that people were networking and, you know, um, uh, you know, we really, we really, we really did think that our job was to, was to be the, the, uh, the networking coordinators in the community and to be connecting people to people. And I don't mean to minimize that, but connecting people to people is an important job, but we sort of, lost we we sort of viewed that as our primary job and then when the pandemic hit we realized that 
uh, our job actually at that point in time became much more about connecting people to fact-based information. Uh, because if people don't have, if people don't, people generally people I think will write a story in their head about circumstances. Uh, if if they don't know any better, they'll they'll write a story in their head about what's expected, what's the government going to do, or what did I hear the government was going to do, or and we saw our job as as being the hollow reed of connectivity of information, of fact based information to help local businesses do the best they could to try to stay in business. What is local government doing and asking? What is the state government doing and asking? Uh, how can we help you get connected to the funding opportunities? So um, I, I think, and, I, and what a lot of my colleagues across the country would suggest is that, that for chambers, although it was a very difficult time with membership, uh, but that uh, particularly during the first seven or eight months of COVID, that chambers of commerce that chose to saw themselves as integral in being purveyors of fact-based communication, our communities needed us more needed us more then than ever. Uh, and so, I, I am wildly appreciative of our staff's work to refocus their efforts. Uh, and we, you know, we we've got a lot of uh, really positive comments about our role during the pandemic. Um, you know, and frankly, uh, we were probably one of the fastest growing chambers in Georgia in 2019, um, and we're on the path to 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 doing even better in 2020 when the pandemic hit. Uh, and we didn't lose too many members last year. I mean, largely you you always know you're going to lose ten to tw ten to twelve to thirteen percent of your membership base, but you hope to always grow that back with new members. And we lost maybe ten or twelve percent of our membership base, like we normally would. But people weren't joining the chamber um, last year, so as I mean, as you can imagine, um, so uh, you know it had a little bit of a negative impact, but we have. As the as we've all walked out of the pandemic, um, you know, obviously there's a little bit of a resurgence right now. We have seen our membership begun to really steamroll positively going forward. So, again, the the uh, uh, the insight and foresight of our staff and our board, our board of directors, um, has enabled us to really continue to move forward. And I think we're a better chamber because of the pandemic. Uh, because I think we've realized we have a we have a bigger responsibility than just just connecting people to people, but it's connecting people to fact based information so that businesses can best realize success. Well, you said a couple of uh, big words, big time words like connecting people to people, uh, business to business, and the one that I like the most is the word networking. To me, that's one yeah. of the most important words in the English language for in individuals, for businesses, and others. Uh, and by doing so, you had a pretty good year. Uh, you're going to lose those people sometime, and you're not going to encourage people to come on board because maybe they're not, uh, waiting to see what happens. But uh, you've got the kind of chamber that does encourage people to come on board and benefit from your uh, all you do over there. Let's hear a little bit more about your structure. 
kind of like a unique structure, and you said there are five areas of focus. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so um, it, previously, up until up until this year, you know, all, virtually all of the programming was done by our staff. Um, and we really sort of reached the limit of what we were able to do, and, and uh, we had some areas of minor focus, but we were doing so many things that we weren't able to really do them all as well as we could have. So this year, for 2021, we opted to really develop divisional areas of focus within the chamber. Uh, and those areas of focus are public policy, um, education and workforce development, business development, and membership and special events. And each one of those each one of those divisions is chaired by uh, a member of our board and with a very distinct focus of intent. Uh, and you know we've we've done certainly membership and special events have been sort of the cornerstone of the chamber for a while, but. Now, for instance, in public policy, uh, there are a lot of businesses that are that are seeking to have a unified voice in local and state government, I mean, in national government as well. But really, we're really having a having our chamber needs to focus on having a voice for business in local government, and that's what our public policy division is working on. And it's not it 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 takes a little bit of time. But we're seeing some really significant, uh, significant uh, gains in in having a unified voice for the business community in Athens and Clark County, and it's critically important. Uh, and education and workforce development, we realize that 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 uh, in the work that uh, under the leadership of uh, Walker Cadle with Truist. Uh, education workforce development programming is is really extraordinary uh, this year. Workforce and adequate workforce is the most important component for long term economic prosperity because our 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 businesses today and tomorrow need a workforce that's going to be able to get the job done effectively and efficiently, uh, and we have to be involved in education. In the education pro in the education world, to help build that workforce, and uh, I mean, we could probably talk for another another half hour any time about very specifically that type of program. And in business development, man, we've um, there are so many resources that we are not fully, and I mean, we as in largely the chamber are not have not yet developed the connectivity to so many of the resources that are available for businesses to be able to take advantage of, and I think you're going to be able to see that over the course of next year. So those those air those having those focused areas uh, enables us to more efficiently and more effectively plan what we what we're going to do, what does success look like. And helps bring in more people to be engaged in the overall programming of the chamber. So, I mean, it, I couldn't be any more pleased with uh, with how our board has stepped up and said, you know, I don't think of Jeff Petrie at Georgia Power, who's heading public policy. After the work that that we've done this year has been really uh, on the cutting edge, and in business development has been Chad Brown and Chad Thomason. Man, it, anyway, it's 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 been a really good year. 
Well, uh, you, you uh, really get my attention when you start talking about public policy. You know, I was a state representative 100 years ago in Augusta mm-hmm. and learned a lot about politics. But that's the problem. It's all about politics. It's not based on facts and truth. And when you use the word fact-based, I really uh, have got my attention. You really have gotten my attention. And we've got to stop assuming things. We need to make decisions based on facts uh, and connect yeah, with, and- with the community. And Danny, I think that I think we the general tendency is to is to polarize ourselves from each other based on political beliefs. You know what our what our political differences are, and I think the reality is we probably, if we give ourselves a chance, we'd find areas of commonality that around which we could work collaboratively. And we could begin to understand each other. So Stephen Covey said, seek first to understand and then to be understood. Uh, I I think if we give each other a little bit of leeway to express our differences and agree to disagree and do it agreeably, but find those areas of commonality on which we can work collaboratively, and the world would be a much better place. So we from the chamber, you know, we know that, that there are a number of issues probably in a local public on the local public policy scene where we may differ substantially from decisions that the that the Athens Clark County commissioners might make but there are also we have to if we're going to be a trusted voice of the business community we have to be trustworthy and trustworthy means we're going to agree to disagree and do it agreeably Well, you said a mouthful with all that and I can tell you right now before we get through we're going to have Athens Area Chamber of Commerce episode number two uh, to try to explain <laughs> there you uh, have it. more fully the focus on these five or six, uh, five areas. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, I found out something just today, uh, that we all can do something to try to change our community and change our nation. We all can individually, collectively, we can, we can do more. But if you want to find out, for example, what's going on in your school system, you just have to ask. Uh, for uh, public uh, information uh, from them. It's, it's publicly uh, initiated. It can be publicly provided to you. But just, just start asking. Uh, go into the okay. boards of education. Go yeah. into the Chamber of Commerce meetings and, and even, the, of course, meetings with the local commission. But uh, it's all public information, and you need to ask for it uh, to know what's going That's on. That's exactly right. Particularly in your school exactly. system. Well, let's move to uh, why should somebody join the Chamber of Commerce? I think you've already answered that, but let's try it one more time. Well, Danny, so we have, let's say, roughly 800 members. So there's probably 800 reasons why people will join or renew their membership in the Chamber. And all of those reasons, there's there's no bad reasons. They're just reasons. Um, but and they all run along a continuum. And on one extreme of that continuum, let's say our base rate is $359. Uh, On one end of that continuum is uh, if I pay $359, I want to know, I want you to show that $360 has come in to as far as gross revenue as a direct attributable to the chamber. And on the other end of that spectrum, on the other end of that continuum is uh, people that would say I don't, I don't hold the chamber responsible for my uh, gross revenue, uh, but 
we really, I, I want to be a part of an organization that is trying to craft a vision for what the community would look like and helping coordinate reaching that that purpose. Um, so, what we, our job, I think our, what we, what we're trying to do every day is trying to understand, you know, where if 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 Opa Danny joins the Chamber of Commerce, which thankfully um, we're so blessedly um, proud that you to, to name you to have you as one of our members, but where you fit on that continuum, what are you looking for? Because we can do, as you noted, we do a whole lot of networking, um, and we but we also do a whole lot of vision casting. So uh, if if people want to be really well connected into the business community and be connected people to people, we can do a lot. We do a lot of networking uh, through the course of every single month. Uh, but if people also want to be a part of, a, of an organization that is trying to develop a vision for Athens uh, in which businesses can can maximize their prosperity that's where we are trying to build that end of our programming as well so we hope to be able to offer something for a lot of people but we also want to know what what holes that what what hole or or you know is in your organization that you're trying to fill that we can help with so i don't know that there's a i don't know that there's a great and firm answer of why do businesses join the chamber because there's there's 800 in our case. There's 800 different reasons, but we just need to better understand each other to be under to understand how we can um, meet your expectations. Well, it sounds like you're not just digging for coal; you're digging for gold, and uh, that makes a big difference between the two. No, Athens is Athens is one of the coolest places on you know in America, and uh, we you know we. We're going to attract if we do our job. I mean, our collective job, uh, right? Then the economic vision for the community will be extraordinary. Uh, but you know, everybody needs everybody needs something. Everybody needs some help in some way, shape, or form, or wants to be engaged in some way, shape, or form. And we need to be that that organization that helps them get engaged or help helps change um, the community for the better. Well, uh, I believe in accomplishing or overcoming challenges, and certainly y'all do that every day. Uh, and I've gotten to know some of your staff down there. They're fantastic. Uh, I won't mention all Thank of you, them, Dan. but I, I, I would like you. you to mention this uh, uh, program that you've got about jobs in Athens. Please. Yeah, and I and uh, so Danny, I think this is a really an interesting. This is a a, a, a great program. Uh, when we would speak pre-COVID, we would speak to many employers virtually every day, and everyone was asking the same thing: "I need people to work." Uh, <clears throat> and yet, you'd go into pockets of the community, and they would say, "Well, we don't know. We don't know anything about these jobs. Uh, how do we get connected to these jobs?" And then we didn't have a comprehensive jobs database. Now, the department, the Georgia Department of Labor, has a jobs database. It's a, but it's. Um, it, it takes a little bit of time and effort and really intentionality in going through this, that jobs database. Um, and it's, although it can be broken down to just Athens and Clark County, it takes substantive effort. 
so thanks to our friends at Georgia Power and with the uh, Office of Economic Development with athens Clark County, we have we will in the next or uh, in in mid-August we will roll out a comprehensive jobs database for every job that's available in Clark County. Uh, and right now there are 5,000 unfilled jobs in Clark County. Uh, so this database scrubs 30,000 websites every hour to update this database. Uh, and so what we are expect, what we are hoping to do is to, is to, it's so important that the anchor that is keeping many of our businesses from finding their their utmost success is lack of a workforce. We've got to find a way to get an adequate, efficient, effective workforce into these spot into these businesses. And so, we believe that um, that if one of those the big kernels of truth that are keeping people from being employed is not understanding where those jobs are and what jobs are available. This database is going to be able to, to to this database is directed specifically at understanding the availability of those jobs. So we will have it out in the next week or two, or certainly by August fifteenth. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start getting people employed in Athens that are that have not been employed for a while. Well, if also we can do away with those uh, unnecessary unemployment checks that you can make more money by staying at home than going to work. Boy, what a disincentive. Yeah so, yeah, so Danny, I think that the reality, I, this is the reality according to my eyes, that again, there there are there are folks that would say that the unemployment extension is a disincentive to work. And then folks on the other extreme would say, well, you just need to pay more, you know, and there's kernels of truth in both of those extremes. But... I think the bigger kernels of truth that are keeping people from work are available, understanding the availability of jobs, uh, transportation, and child care. Um, so we're going to tackle the avail- understanding the availability of jobs. I also agree with you. I think what we've seen is that uh, supply and demand for local workers has pushed the effective wage rate up uh, substantively in the last year and a half. Uh, so I, I think that we have uh, – I, I think we're going to see a pretty dramatic uh, increase in, po- in folks that are employed locally. In well, the it seems months. like, without any question, the chamber has a handle on what the problems are. I don't like that word that much, but what the challenges are. You're going to try to meet the challenges, as you're indicating, and I think that's great. Don't just keep talking yeah. about the problems. Let's come up with some solutions. That's a good idea. For these people that really yeah. would like to go to work, but they've got all these challenges. And I, again, applaud you for that. Uh, let's get into uh, the long-term vision of the chamber. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so, Danny, we we believe, um, I mean, it, I, I don't want people to think that we're in the, in the business of trying to build a conglomerate. We're really not. Uh, but... Uh, I would envision that um, <clears throat> Athens is a community that, uh, this, with the size of our community, the size of our business community, that we ought to be around 1,200 or 1,300 members. Um, and uh, we have a sort of a strategic plan to get to that number in by the year 2024 uh, with the staff that we've got. I think we can that can happen. 
and and this that's not just a we don't want to beat our chest and say woo look at us with all these members. What I would envision is having somebody on the staff that deals specifically with public policy. I wouldn't I want to have somebody on staff that is dealing specifically with education and workforce development and connecting businesses to local public schools. Um, and so I, at that point in time, I think we round our staff out and we're providing effective, efficient delivery of valued benefits to the community at large and to the business community. So, uh, it, you know, we are, we are about maybe 60% of the way, and we have 800 members right now. So that basically takes us that we're 66% of the way to where we ought to be uh, in 2024. Um, we, again, we're not looking to be kingdom makers or anything along those lines, we're just looking to be an organization that is able to provide uh, valued and valuable impact to the business community. Well, can we just take a minute to shout out uh, some of your staff members? Now, I know you recently lost one of your great staff members, but let's uh, give her some credit as well. Sure. Lindsay was was with us for a long time, and um, uh, Lindsay, we had such a, a, a amicable parting of the ways and you know not in the not too distant past and she handled membership for us for uh a number of years um in Lindsay's uh, absence we have filled that role with Marissa Chastain who's done a magnificent job as our director of sales uh we've also brought on Jake Hendon uh who is out there beating the door down every day uh, for uh, for new members, uh, Kim Childs uh, is handles most of our special events, and just does a magnificent job. And you know, we we really do have some pretty cool events that we that we help coordinate. Um, Becky Beasley handles our accounting, and she's been a fantastic rock for us for the last two or three years. We also, and we'll have, uh, we have two, right, currently, anyway, we have two interns with us that we have uh, really gotten a whole lot of work from, uh, Colleen Craven and Cody Fitzpatrick. Uh, and we will begin to add add a few more interns in, uh, over the course of the next year. Uh, but I am so blessed. It's, it's as good a staff as, if not the best staff I've ever had the chance to work with. Well, I can attest. The interns and their capability and their dedication. Uh, really, that's all I have now, or in, and I, I'm glad of it. But uh, yeah, I, I have had uh, many, many staff uh, interns from the School of Journalism, and they've done a fantastic job. Uh, Ashlyn Ricks is uh, my person for that dreaded word called uh, digital media. She does a fantastic job, and Jane uh, Leanne. She's from China. Even native from China, she's only been over here two years, and she's starting her third year at University of Georgia. She's also a little genius. She's not very big, but she's got a big brain and a big heart. I understand so that. I really appreciate yeah. interns, and I'm glad you're using them. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it is a, uh, it's a resource that uh, we hope to expand with the entirety of the business community in the coming, in the coming. Uh, in the coming six months, because it's that they have, are invaluable to us. 
Well, it's kind of like Athens, Georgia. If you can't find something you like in Athens, then you ought to quit looking. Uh, Amen to that. I'm an Athens native and went to the University of Georgia, and and we have everything here, literally everything you want in a community, and and especially a great chamber of commerce. So we got to keep keep going with uh, what we're doing because it's working. That's the important thing. It's working. Well, I think that I think we've been, uh, you know, we've probably had the the best two months of membership growth that I don't know. Looking back over the last six years, this is the best two months of membership growth that we've ever had, and you know, maybe I think that validates that that we're trying to do the right things the right way. Uh, and Athens is a is a wildly cool community, and we have a great, great future ahead of us. Well, we're coming to a close. We've had Dave Bradley, who is the CEO and president of the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce, with some great comments. Didn't get it all in, but uh, Dave, if you will, we'd like to have you back for another episode. Love to do it. Well, Love we to will. do it, Danny. I'm so appreciative of uh, of of your work, and thanks for thanks for what you do, my friend. Well, thanks for all that you do, and I'm glad to be a member of the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce. It means a lot to me uh, to be involved, and uh, good thank good you, luck to friend. you. All right, thank you so much. Subscribe to our social media and share your stories on the HopeWithDanny.com website. Remember, it's all about hope. I'm your host, Danny Daniel. This episode was recorded at Vega Studios.